Welcome back. This is Always Acting Up. My name is Caslin, and this is the podcast where I'm going to be sharing all of my personal stories and journeys as an actress in the entertainment industry. So this episode is actually going to be part two of our podcast called The Aussie. So if you're just now tuning in, make sure to go back and check out part one, where we talked about moving to the U.S., to Little Mermaid, learning American English, as well as the struggles with a dry climate. So once you're done with that, come back here and you'll be right in the perfect place. But before we get into that, I do want to give a quick shout out to you guys who are following along on YouTube, all my podcasts, Instagram, and of course, all of this could not be possible without my producer, Hassani Johnson. Okay, okay, okay. I know, enough chatting from me. Let's get back into this with part two. So how have you found um, your work now that you're here? Like, is there websites that you go to or is it word of mouth for you? Um, It's both. So I got a lot of gigs from doing Little Mermaid out here. So I booked Mm. a bunch of things. People, like, knew who I was. They're like, oh, you did that show. That was really good. So that's, I booked a series of things off the back of that, which I felt very, very lucky that... Um, Exposure. Yeah, and, and people talk. You know, people talk about what kind of human you are to work with, like, what's your work ethic? Are you a kind person? And that's very, very important to to leave a good impression on people. Yeah, I, I say that... I've said this a couple times on the podcast, that um, it is a huge city when you think about it. Like, mm-hmm. everybody knows Las Vegas, but yeah. it, it is a small community. Oh, yeah. It really is, because you do run into a lot of people, and you do have the talking, and it is really important. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, I'm was, i always curious um, about how things operate. Like, do the auditions run the same way here as in Australia? Like, is it the same process sort of thing? I think... Each time you do an audition, the people you're auditioning for have a specific process. Mm. So it does change. Like some companies are very, very organized and you have a time and that is your time and you rock up and you sing and then you come back at two o'clock to dance. But other companies, you're sitting there and you're waiting, particularly if it's an open call, I guess that's the style of audition. But I mean, the auditions that I went for in Australia for the big tours were very, very similar. Mm. In, but they were far more organized, I might say, than some of the things I auditioned for here. But that's, I think Vegas can be quite laid back. That's what I've said too. And I was like, I don't know if it's an unprofessional thing or it's just they're different. Because mm-hmm. when I first moved here and I went to an audition, I got the location and I was like, where am I? I and this was from my agent. My agent had sent me this audition, and it was like I don't want to say a rundown building, but it wasn't in like the cutest looking area. And um, the only reason I actually went inside was that I saw other actors outside with their scenes uh, with their sides. So I was like, okay, this is a legit audition. And my agent sent it to me because I don't know anybody in town, but she does. Mm-hmm. So um, as opposed to like when I was in LA, there's this casting office, this casting office, and this casting office. I know exactly where to go. And it was really weird when I first moved here. And I was like, I don't know if this is just how Vegas operates or if I'm just used to LA. I was, I wasn't sure what it was. Yeah. So I am 
glad we kind of both experienced that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's. I think Vegas is its own beast, and like everywhere you audition, like you audition in New York, which I'm too scared to do at this point. But no, gotta rip that bandaid off someday. Can you still audition um, for like Broadway shows here in Vegas? Like, are a lot of auditions for Broadway? Are they doing self tapes? I don't. No, I think my agent was talking about someone that she had on her books who had already had Broadway credits. So I don't think they're taking that many submissions. I did see a submission for the Frozen tour, Ooh. which I am definitely going to to submit for. But at this point, who knows what? Yeah, so we are recording in advance. So we are still doing... Um, you know, this is during the COVID time. So everything is kind of shut down. So it's hard sometimes. I'm asking people like, so what do you think? Like, what do you want to do? And it's just like, well, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm supposed to be in LA all summer doing improv at Second City. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm doing classes. I I just, nobody knows anything. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard. It's like everybody's dreams have been put on pause. And it's like, what can you achieve by yourself so you know work on your technique and work on yourself and your mind and your body to prepare for when things do open because it's good to be strong right and you just mentioned dreams which brings me to my next question (laughs) what is the end goal for you like what would be like the dream job I mean obviously a principal role on Broadway that is I think any aspiring theater actor's dream I mean Glenda would love to be Glinda. I'm probably too tall. Um, Is that uh, wicked? Yes. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I knew that. You knew that. <laughs> um, I would love to probably play Ariel again. I don't know if I'm getting too old, but... Does that really matter as much in theater? Because, you know, can't they just throw makeup on you and a wig and... Sometimes. It's different because there's no camera in your face mm-hmm. to, like, see are beautiful, um, I'm not going to call them wrinkles because we earned those, you guys. Smile lines. Like, does it matter that much? It doesn't matter as much because you can play an ingenue into your 40s, realistically. So long as you look young enough, but, um, or you can play young enough, Mm -hmm. I guess. And you mentioned height before. Does height really matter that much in theater also? It it does for, depending on who you're playing opposite. Oh, yeah. Um, And Wicked has a big bubble that Glinda flies down in. And if you're a taller human like me, if they were to cast me, I would have to, like, plie in the bubble so that I don't hit my head. Shrink your vertebrae down everything. You're like, no, I'm actually five foot. Yes, I'm teeny. I can fit in the bubble. And so Broadway. Do you ever plan on moving to New York? I actually did. I worked on a cruise ship last year, and my plan was to move after the cruise ship. But... I came back to Vegas because that's where all my stuff was. And I just kind of chickened out. No! I, I did. I was I was in a funny headspace, as we sometimes are as performers. And I just, the thought of moving to a brand new city with things I just, I didn't know about, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I wanted to experience it before moving there. And I actually intended on this year... Going out and Check it out. checking it out and spending a couple months out there and auditioning, but 
hasn't happened yet, but the year is still young-ish, so... It is. We, we don't know. You know, and then also, how long was your contract with your cruise ship? Six months. Six months. After six months living on a ship, I feel like you need a little bit of time to decompress. Oh, yeah. Clear your mind, mm -hmm. figure things out again. So, like, that would totally make sense, especially, like, you're in the ocean for six months. And now you're back on land. Like, I feel like I wouldn't even know what to do. I would need, like, right. some serious solid time to, like, start walking on the ground again and figuring out plan B. Mm -hmm. Well, new plan A, I suppose. Right. So that would, I would really need some time. You know, and that's funny that you mentioned um, that you were going to move to New York, but you kind of wanted to scope it out. Because that's what um, my boyfriend and I, we were going to move to Atlanta. Oh. From Los Angeles to Atlanta when our lease was up, but everything happened so fast and we had actually never even been to Atlanta. Oh my gosh. And it's across the country and yeah. we have all our equipment and I wanted to at least get there in Atlanta, see the surroundings, get an agent, kind of test out the waters before yeah. we actually up and moved our entire lives. And we didn't get a chance to do that, but we had um, come to Vegas and that's why Vegas was our next best option right. because we had been here and it's uh -huh. only it's only like four three and a half hours from LA so Vegas kind of won yeah. but yeah it, it was similar it's like I don't want to just move my whole life and everything to a place I've never been to like because yeah there's auditions but you still have to live there and if you don't right. even like it mm -hmm. then it's gonna be a really stinky situation for you if you're just stuck there yeah yeah it's it definitely is on my up there list but I think if I do move over the East Coast, I'm going to look at, like, upstate New York. Hmm. So that way I'm not, like, living in... It snows there. It snows. <laughs> it doesn't snow really in Vegas. It's never snowed anywhere that I've lived, actually. I was just going to say, like, have you experienced snow before? Like, do they have snow in Australia? This is a serious question. Do they have snow in Australia? They do in the mountains. I didn't know that, you guys. Like. So now we're all learning something. <laughs> yeah, it, it does snow in the mountains and in Tasmania, which is the very southern little blob at the bottom that's detached. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Did you ever watch the Tasmanian Devil? The cartoon. Oh, the cartoon? No, but I've seen the real ones in real life. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm fascinated, you guys. So much to learn. So much, <laughs> so much, so much. Um, And I'm always curious... Back, back on topic here. <laughs> um, I, every time I hear an amazing singer and I hear they're doing theater, which I think is amazing. I think it's such an art form. I'm always curious as to why, if you have such a strong voice, do you choose to do theater as opposed to like commercial um, pop singing, like Christina Aguilera and stuff like that? Is it just the feeling? Tell, yeah, tell me about it. I, I'm always curious. Um... So growing up, I was obsessed with pop music. So I would wake up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday morning and I would sit there and I would watch the countdown. And What's the countdown? So like, I don't know what it is, like MTV, like the oh, like, like TRL. Oh, like um, music videos. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. MTV, VH1, they used, to, they used to do. I don't know if they do it anymore. We're showing our age. They're, they used to do, like, um, music videos of, like, the top ten countdowns. Mm -hmm. Okay, I we're all on the p same page now. Got it. Yes. Um, but I, I used to sit there and watch the hundred, all hundred of them. 
in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. I was I was obsessed. I loved it. I, it was music has been a big part of my life for a very long time. But when I actually started singing lessons, my voice naturally sounded classical. So it was when I went in for my vocal coachings, that's what they would give me. They'd give me classical repertoire. Um, Also, it's a really great foundation for learning to sing, but I naturally didn't have that style of voice. So when when the time came for me picking what I wanted to do, I've always loved theater. Theater has always been my passion. It's always been my dream, but I kind of was very pushed into the operatic side of things. I see. Even though I... I told myself, really, here comes the truth. I told myself, really, that Kristen Chenoweth, she started up for us. So that's that. So that's why I I justified it. But realistically, if I could have been doing another style of singing, I probably would have enjoyed that. I don't think I would enjoy being a pop star. Okay, fair enough. I don't know. Maybe. Look, I actually grew up watching music videos too. Like. I was, um, I would have been right there with you sitting there watching all the music videos. But for me, I'd be watching like Britney and Christina dancing and yes. in sync with their like dirty pop and stuff. So we would have probably been like besties sitting yes. like nerds watching music videos. <laughs> I have a um, question for you. Okay. Have you ever played the Britney Spears drinking game? I've never heard of the Britney Spears drinking game, but oh, okay. I'm curious. All right. <laughs> We're going to play it at some point. Okay. So. You watch Britney Spears video clips, and every time she flicks her hair, you take a shot. Oh, my gosh. You guys, you just learned the best new game ever. <laughs> you are going to be quite... Um, yeah, probably really, really quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a great new game. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that's something we're going to have to do. Um and the last couple of questions here, what do you think is like the biggest struggle, the biggest challenge you've faced moving from Australia to the U.S.? Oh, easy is visa. Um, so they don't make it easy to come here and work. Um, it's very expensive. So for a performance visa for three years, it costs about $10,000. Just a casual 10 Just casually. Um, once you get your lawyer fees and... Then you pay the processing fees, and it's it's a lot of money. It's a, a big investment to, to be here. Um, I'm going to marry an American, so I'm very excited for that day. Yay! I'm getting a green card. Yay! I do love him, though, so he... Apart from, <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> apart from, you know, the, the other benefits. Um, but, like, is it just you apply and you pay money, or do you have to, like sort of qualify and say I'm worthwhile and you guys need me in your country sort yes. of thing. Yeah. So um, for the O1, you have to prove that you're a person of extraordinary ability. Got it. So that includes having a big portfolio of all the things you've ever done in your life that are uh, noteworthy. Mm. Any sort of media stuff that you've done. So my portfolio has a big bunch of stuff from when I did Miss World. I have a big pile of things like a pageant yes a competition a yes. beauty pageant yeah oh my god that's so cool um i was miss world australia talent what? what 2014 it was a long time ago too hot to handle <laughs> i love it 
Um, so that's that's a lot of my media comes from that or any reviews of shows that I've done. So they want to see a, a presence that you're a person of notability. I see. Mm-hmm. And just curious, down the line, would you ever want to do, say, TV or movies? Just curious. Uh, maybe. I, I, gosh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm a good enough actress for that. You know, things you can always learn and time will tell. Sometimes opportunities just fall in your lap and you're right. like, wow, this is way too good for me to say no. I mm-hmm. might as well just say yes and figure it out as I go. Yeah. I'm- Y'all, that's my rule. Always say yes. Always say yes. Always say yes. And um, my final question here, would you by any chance be interested in doing like a chorus or something, um, some type of singing where we can hear you? Oh my gosh. I put her on the spot. I'll do some aerial for you. Oh my God, yay. Okay. Okay. I won't say anything. I'm going to sit very quietly. <laughs> you can sing along, please. No. Okay. <laughs> I want to be where the people are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Oh, feet. Flipping your fins, you don't get too far. Legs are required for jumping, dancing. Strolling along down the, what's that word again? Street. Yay! 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 I'm so excited. I'm seriously so excited to have that on my podcast because that's something like I would never be able to do. Hopefully it was okay. It was great, and I loved it. And so... Apologies. Oh, yeah, about those. Um, so if people wanted to get a hold of you and follow you and see all your pictures and cool things, how would we do that? I have an Instagram. My Instagram is at the Lauren Ashley. Now, Ashley is spelled A-S-H-L-E-A. Lauren Ashley. That's me. And then I have a website, which is www.laurenashley, spelled the same way, with an A, not a Y, dot com. Yay! Perfect. And that is so exciting. I'm going to make sure to put that um, on the actual video and in the comment section below so you guys can see it and follow along. And so now that brings us to our final portion of the episode, which is my favorite, which is our moment of positivity. So at the end of every episode, I like to finish with um, a quote or something positive because life is hard and sometimes you just need a little bit of motivation, a little kick in the tuchus to Uh keep you going. Uh So um, usually I do that, but I think it would be amazing if you could do that, if you have any words of advice or positivity you'd like to share with us. Okay. So, um... My biggest mantra in my life is I have faced many a a hill, a mountain, hills, mountains, little stoppages along along my journey, is that you are meant to be where you are right now. That everything in life happens for a reason, and you just have to stop and breathe, and don't get too overwhelmed with any of the negative things that are happening in your life, because it's either a lesson or a blessing. Oh, I like that. I, I I like that you say a lesson because sometimes like I get frustrated. I'm like, nothing's happening. Why am I just not getting anywhere? But there's if I really 
sit back and think about it, mm-hmm. there's a reason and there's a lesson mm-hmm. why I'm still here. Yeah. And it's not saying that still here is a bad thing, yeah. but I'm supposed to be here right now. And I forget that all the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on um, Always me. Acting Up. I'm so excited. And I'm also going to be following along on Instagram to follow her journeys and I cannot wait to see you in Broadway one day. I I really, really am so excited. I'm going to have to say, um, I get the opportunity to say, like, I had a Broadway singer sing in my house. <laughs> I got a free show, y'all. She did. That's so cool. Well, anyways, um, you guys, thanks for joining us here today. Make sure to follow me on my Instagram as well, because it's 2020 and we all need follow her followers. So I'm Castlin Rose at... Oh, at Castlin Rose. She's Lauren Ashley. Remember to spell them correctly. <laughs> Make sure if you guys have any comments, questions, or suggestions, suggestions, y'all, I'm struggling. Leave it in the comment sections below. And uh, y'all have a good day. Have a good day.